0: I'd asked you a question before uh, Sherry came up and read that verse and I asked you uh, what are you most looking forward to this Christmas and I can imagine many of you were maybe talking about getting the the best Christmas present, maybe those 20 Christmas presents rather than one big one or meeting up with family, having time off of work, seeing loved ones, uh, having a bit of time to reacquaint yourself with your your favourite box set on Netflix perhaps. In Luke 2 verse 7 um, it records when Mary gave birth to Jesus. And it said at the end, she she wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger because there was no room for them in the inn. And I just wanted to focus on that very last bit. There's so much in there that we could talk about. Angels and all sorts of different things. The the promise of a coming Messiah. But have you ever wondered why there was no room for them in the inn? There's no room. I can imagine Joseph thinking, alright, enough is enough. First my wife-to-be, she gets pregnant. And it's not my son, what am I to do? We're living under a constant cloud of condemnation and judgment and scandal and suspicion from other people. The whole town makes fun of Mary and Joseph. They're kind of the scandal, the taboo subject. And why wouldn't they? Who's going to believe their story as if Mary's child is from from the Father, from Yahweh, from God? What a crazy story. She's clearly been sleeping around. And then Caesar Augustus decides to take a census. So at the worst possible time, when Mary's pregnant, they've got a trek across like across a country seventy miles via donkey to Bethlehem. And when they finally arrive, there's no hotel rooms. This is the worst day of my life, says Joseph. And there's a song that many of us sing. Which, I'm not very good at singing. Adam might be better, but it's. It's the, most, it's the most wonderful time of the year. Uh, did you like that? That was good. You didn't clap, so uh, perhaps I won't do that again. But, but we can imagine for Mary and Joseph, they thought it is anything but that. This is not the most wonderful time of the year. Imagine what that journey would have been like on that donkey for 70 miles, a fully pregnant wife bumping along. That's not a good situation or setting for a pregnant wife. Joseph and Mary would soon find out that God had arranged the giant star to invite and direct wise men from the east, so somewhere out in the Middle East, to visit this newborn child. And I can again imagine Joseph wondering, if God could arrange a giant star, then surely he could arrange one hotel room for us, couldn't he? Like, if he could arrange a giant star in the, in the heavens that happens to be above, be above where the baby's coming, surely he could have spoken to an innkeeper. Just one room, just one bed. That's all we need. And there are are three short points that I just want to make. The first one is I believe there was no room in the inn so that even at the very beginning of his life, Jesus could completely identify with the underprivileged, the vulnerable, the oppressed, the rejects, the outcasts and the poor. Some of us might feel like that this morning, that we maybe tick one or two of those boxes. When God became one of us, this baby born, the incarnation of God, the promised Messiah, when he was born, he demanded none of the world's comforts. He didn't come in pomp and splendour in a palace. He didn't come with any luxuries or expect any protections. God knew that throughout history there would be homeless people, people down on their luck, people feeling broken and neglected from every part of the world trying to stay warm at night. Trying to find hope and love in the world. And they would look up at the stars just as that baby did. And they could say in their heart, God you have no idea what I'm going through. And to this Jesus could honestly say, actually I know exactly what you're going through. I identify you in your need and in your vulnerability and in your brokenness. In 2 Corinthians it says this, though he was rich, for your sakes he became poor so that by his poverty, he could make you, or he could make us, rich. This high king of heaven, stoop low, such a vulnerable setting. The second point is this, I believe there was no room in the inn so that we could be reminded that when we choose to follow God's will, it does not mean that it's all going to become easy and comfortable for us in this life. In Matthew 16, verse 24, Jesus said to his disciples when he was a grown man, whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. It's not going to be an easy ride, like Mary found out on that donkey. And then the third point, a quick one as well, is this. The fact there was no room at the inn was the beginning of the fulfillment of the prophecy found in Isaiah 53, which says that the Messiah would be despised and rejected by men, a man of sorrows and familiar with suffering. The author, Max Lucado he says it this way. He says, the mother and father of Jesus, our Lord and Saviour, were pushed out and rejected. Even before he was born, Jesus was rejected and turned away. The words, no room for you, followed Jesus throughout his life. There was just no room for him anywhere. And it is the same in the lives of many people today. Jesus is still being crowded out. And as we think about the things we're looking forward to this Christmas, he goes on and says this. With all the festivities and all the busyness, Jesus is often just just an afterthought. Instead of a place of honour at this time of the year, Christ is often shoved into a corner. Even today, there is no room for Jesus. The amazing and beautiful thing to me is this. The same child came to find room for us. And so even though the world might say, there's no room at the inn for you, Jesus. Jesus says, I've made room for you. He says, I have more than enough room for you. In John 14, verse 1 to 3, again, Jesus talking to his disciples on the night before he was crucified. He said this, do not let your hearts be troubled. Trust in God. Trust also in me. In my father's house are many rooms. And if it were not so, I would have told you. I am going there to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, that you also may be where I am. Jesus doesn't say to us, There's no room at the inn. But he says, I have prepared a place for you. There is a room for each and every one of us in the presence of Jesus. And ironically, just as Jesus' earthly parents knocked on the innkeeper's door, Jesus still knocks on the door of our hearts. And in Revelation, we're told, Jesus says, here I am. I stand at the door and I knock. Jesus is knocking this morning on your heart. And he says, if anyone hears my voice and opens the door, I will come in and eat with him and he with me. Jesus is inviting us into a relationship with him. That we might know him, that we might sit with him, that we might converse with him, and I want to encourage you this morning, whatever it is that you 're looking forward to this Christmas, just take a moment to reflect on who Jesus is. Take a moment to reflect on that invitation don 't be like the innkeeper; they were so busy, probably looking forward to the party that when Joseph and Mary turned up with this really inconvenient situation, a fully pregnant lady, a smelly donkey, they traveled seventy miles, they were tired, worn out, and exhausted, even if there was a spare room. I can imagine an innkeeper thinking, "Uh uh-uh, this is too much of a situation for me. I don't want a lady giving birth in my hotel tonight. You guys, there's no room. You can go and sleep out in the shed. Let's not be like that. It's easy for us, isn't it, this Christmas. I've got this going on, I've got that going on, I've got to be here, I've got to meet there, I've got to go there. That we can very easily say, Jesus, you're a footnote in my Christmas story. Whereas Jesus, the born king... The promised risen Messiah given to us by God. This God-man, this baby, this amazing risen saviour in human flesh, vulnerable and needy, invites you to know him this Christmas.